foundations of amateur radio. Sometimes when you head into uncharted territory, you've got to laugh at yourself from time to time. Last weekend, I participated in a contest, something I enjoy doing, as you might recall. To simplify the process of setting up in a vehicle, I'd proposed a bold plan to save space and reduce complexity. I was anxious about reducing the amount of technology because I'd come up with a plan to use a paper log to track my contest contacts. I had visions of operating for the best part of 24 hours and making hundreds of contacts. This was based on the fact that in 2016 I'd done this same contest on my own and made 138 contacts and scored 18,221 points, having moved 17 times. I'd also done the contest in 2018 and for reasons I don't recall I made one contact over eight hours. That right there should have been a warning sign that I might not quite get the result I'd been fearful of. Blissfully unaware of the adventure that was unfolding, after driving to the first location, I called CQ for the better part of an hour. Then I called some more. When I was done with that, I called CQ more. Ninety minutes in, I made my first contact. That pretty much set the pattern for the next nine hours. At one point, we feared that the radio had packed up, but then I made a 2,900km contact with the other side of the country, between me in Perth in VK6 and Catherine Victor Kilo 7 Golf Hotel in Tasmania. Around 5pm, we packed up, having moved locations six times, making eight contacts and claiming 64 points, having worked three of the six states I heard. Talk about overblown fears. Looking back, even documenting 138 contacts on paper doesn't seem nearly as daunting after the fact, but that's for another day. I did learn some other things too. I was worried about logging the band correctly, since using a computer that's not connected to the radio requires an extra step when you change band. Using paper, the issue wasn't the band. It was remembering to record the time. We didn't have the opportunity to test all the gear before the contest. I was bringing in some extra audio splitters, which didn't work with the setup we had. Testing beforehand would have revealed that. We knew that there was a risk associated with not testing before, and decided that in the scheme of things, it didn't matter. And we were right. It didn't. We hadn't much planned for food and pit stops, but having a GPS and an internet connection solved all those issues almost invisibly. Of course, that wouldn't work in an unpopulated area, but we were well inside the metropolitan area of a big city. Well, Perth. Using a headset worked great, though it didn't have a monitoring feature, so my voice got louder and louder, and Thomas, Victor Kilo 6 Victor Charlie Romeo, who took on the tasks of navigating and driving, became deafer and deafer as the day progressed. I keep coming back to wanting a portable voice keyer, a device that you can record your CQ call into, and then at the press of a button play it back so you don't lose your voice whilst calling CQ hour after hour. The challenge seems to be that you need to find a way to incorporate it into the existing audio chain so it doesn't introduce interference. Winning a contest requires contacts, and that can only happen if there are other participants. This time around there didn't seem to be that many on air making noise. I think I heard a grand total of 13 stations. Some of that was due to propagation conditions, which were nothing like I'd ever heard before. But perhaps if I stick around for another solar cycle, that too will become familiar. Atrocious is one word that comes to mind. Continuing our learning, the weather, not just space weather, actual earth weather, snow, rain, hail, and in our case, sun. Neither of us thought to bring a hat, since the forecast was for intermittent rain. We had no rain, instead had the opportunity to bask in the winter sun. 
Yes, it's winter here in Oz when it's summer in Europe. As it happens, our winter temperatures are like your summer ones, but I'll leave it for you to confirm that for yourself. Finally, we have a local phenomenon in VK6. When the sun goes down, the 40-metre band comes alive with the sounds of Indonesia. Among the radio amateurs are plenty of pirate stations with massive AM transmitters enjoying the conditions, chatting, chanting and whatever else comes to voice. Not conductive to being on air and making noise, but as far as I can tell, not commonly heard outside of VK6. That said, the Indonesian radio amateur community must have the patience of saints putting up with the interference that their non-licensed countrymen cause on a daily basis. My hat off to you. As I've said all along, this radio thing is about getting on air and having fun, and I can tell you, we did. What did you get up to? I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima, Alpha Bravo.